Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of SMC Live, working in partnership with ArchD Radio. As always, all shows will be recorded and available for listeners every Friday afternoon on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and iHeartRadio through the School Life Podcast channel. Be sure to subscribe to get this and all our future episodes as soon as they are released. My name is Francesca and with me on the desk today is SMC Live regular Maddie and our two very special guests, Scarlett and Mr Napoli. How's everyone doing today? Not too bad, how are you? Good, thank you. Enjoying myself. Excellent. Today, we're going to be talking all things split bins. What goes in them, what do they do, and how they work here at St Mary's College. Later on in the show, we will also be discussing where our waste really goes, and we'll be joined by some resident bin heads for our fun quiz. Exciting. So, Mr Napoli, let's start with you. Why is it important that we here at St Mary's use the bins properly? Well, it comes down to wanting to have less stuff going to landfill. And I, I want to just use the right word there. We talk about rubbish, but uh, I want to actually use the words materials um, for us to reframe things a little bit. So if we think about everything that we put into any of the bins as materials rather than waste, because they're not all waste. Mm. So it's about streaming things so that less goes to landfill. Why is that important? Well, if we just chuck everything landfill, a classic example is food waste. So food waste is a really good one where everything food-wise, if it's just food, not plastic with it, can go in the green bin. If we put it in landfill, then it decomposes for the science heads, lack of oxygen anaerobically, and therefore that contributes to producing methane, which is a major contributor to greenhouse gas emission and you know increase in that, which we know contributes to global warming, which we know is a major problem right now. On top of that... Um, other problems with landfill is leakage, seepage into soil in, and then eventually into waterways, into groundwater, contamination. So there's all of those reasons. Um, the last thing I want to say is um, why should we use them correctly? Is that part of the question? Or yes, why? it is. Yeah. yeah. So because when we, if we um, contaminate any of the yellow, green or blue bins, then everything in that bin goes to landfill. So it's really, we need to really be all for one and one for all in this so that, you know, if one person stuffs up, it ruins it for everyone and everything. So we need to actually work together. And we need so to that hold each other accountable. Exactly. Yeah, like it's not about just yourself, it's Absolutely. about everyone else. Yep. yep. And encouraging others, calling them out if they're not doing the right thing and, and making sure that they know what they're doing. So inform, educate is the starting point. And, you know, um, you can't make someone care, but we hope that, you know, if you all care and there's one that's not showing the same care, like, you know, eventually they'll jump on board and come with us. Following on from that, Skull, I'll direct this question to you. Why should we as young people in today's society care about responsible recycling and the misuse of landfill bins? Like Mr Napoli and Maddie have just said about working together as one community, why do you think it's important for us to kind of take over that role? I think as young people, we have the privilege of having access to all of this information and we have the privilege of being in a community where we can share the knowledge that we have with others and we can hold each other accountable and we can work together, as Mr Napoli said. You know, I like to think of waste as something that you're borrowing. You're borrowing resources from the earth and you're going to give it back in some way. And when we discard things, as we say, it's not necessarily fully discarded, but you're returning it to the earth in a way that is not useful and in a way that is actually detrimental. So being able to switch our mindsets and say, look, we need to think of this in a different way in that we have these resources and we have the opportunity to use them appropriately. How can we teach each other to do that? How can we lift each other up 
in educating one another and how can we exploit all the resources that we have um, at hand to educate ourselves. Yeah, and I think a big part of this kind of journey and kind of our managing our ways to society is education. We've all just recently put out a survey to the community here at St Mary's College. We've had a wide range of responses from across the board. One of the most, um, one of the questions I should say was about what's the most confusing part about the split bin system. I want to gauge you guys' reactions here. I think one of the highest answers was dirty recyclables. So I think in terms of education, how can we educate on kind of certain items in certain areas? What do you think is the most effective way for doing that? Um, a big recommendation that came up from students in the survey and teachers as well um, was signage. Mm. And being able to have that clear representation, visual representation of what goes where. Um, and that's something that we can do. That's something that we can incorporate. And we can also do things in classes to um, increase awareness of what goes in what. But an unfortunate theme that did come up was that people just don't care. People can't be bothered to take the time to stop and think and people don't want to mm. ask questions. Some people. Some people. Mm. And some people don't have the time, even mm. if they do mm -hmm. care and they want to be doing it, that sometimes there's, you know, it's the end of lunch and they have to get to the next lesson. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I agree with you about the signage. That was a big one that came up in the comments. I think another massive one that came up quite strongly was education. That, yeah. And that's what I like about doing a survey because then we have actually, we've actually got concrete data and we can go, okay, in response to what you've you've said this is what we're going, we're going to do now whereas other you know otherwise we can be doing something and they might go here we go again yeah but there's an invitation there and I like the idea of signage like you know one or two images above certain bins yeah. over the course of a week or two and then people get it and then yeah. you put something else up and people get it because there's simple things like um, you know in the green bins tissues paper towels they can all go in there that's another massive stream of materials that um, go into landfill that don't need to go there. I really like that idea of signage. That's something I think in conversations with my peers I've found as well. And like you said, Miss Napoli, a big part of our split bin system here at St Mary's College is having more of a say into if our rubbish goes into landfill or if it can be recycled. Of course, there's a big issue with contamination, with dirty recyclables and stuff like that. But you actually sent us a really good quote, Miss Napoli. So I'm going to read it to you guys here. It says, there is no away. What does this mean? I'm going to throw this cup, chair, food, trash away. What are you saying? Do you have any idea where whatever you're tossing is going? How long will it take to break down and decompose back into our earth? Will it even decompose? What animals will try and eat this? Are there other options besides throwing it away? So I think just continuing on from our discussion, especially about landfill, what you throw away goes somewhere, you know, whether it's the dump, whether it's into our oceans whether it's into our soil and I think we must be more mindful of our consumption so I'm going to put this question to our excellent ecological panel here today what does this quote mean to the each of you is there another option rather than simply throwing it away and how can we kind of share this option with the community I think often a lot of our community has it oh it's out of sight it's out of mind it's been proven time and time again we can't have that approach anymore we have to be more critical of what our wastage is so Scar I'll start with you and we can go sure. around the table I think, as you said, it's a point of mindfulness. It's actually being aware of where things do go and not having that idea that once it's out of my hands, it's not my problem. It's gone somewhere else now. I don't have to worry about it. When we talk about recycling, it's a thoughtful process. You're going, okay, I'm doing this with intention to say I'm going to avoid doing this because I know the implications of not doing so. And we bring it back to education again and again and again. But it's about having that awareness of the detrimental impacts that this can have on our environment and on our ecosystems and on ourselves 
in the long run. So increasing our dialogue about where things go, where a way is and why we actually do these things. We've spoken before about finding our why behind the things that we do at St. Mary's and the split bin system is something that I think we need to critically think about a bit more because we do it for a reason. We do it because it's extremely important and we may be small as a community but when we build stronger communities of people who have split bin systems and we translate this to our homes and we translate this to our other community groups it really pays off yeah I think there's just a, a lack of consciousness about about where a way is and you know I think either physically going to Wingfield and seeing the landfill there having you know someone take you on a tour and getting a real sense of what's going on those sorts of things need to happen I think shock tactics need to happen in terms of visuals um, in terms of impact on the environment I just heard the other day about uh, you know you think about fast fashion and and all all our clothes that we discard once again we throw away without thinking and they were talking about um, Africa being the number one place where most of our discarded clothes now now end up away out of sight again Um, and other places like India you know taking on plastic bottles and that sort of stuff away out of sight out of Australia but like it's not away Mm. and we only have one planet and there's only a certain amount of space and I guess people don't really have that appreciation so yet being more mindful um, and you know the split in system is a really good system which reduces all of that. And I think it's very interesting you mentioned it's out of sight in Australia, but it's a reality for other countries. There are people who are dealing with our rubbish mm. every day. We're effectively just passing the blame, really. Miss mm. Napoli, when you were talking earlier about that we need to change the mindset of rubbish isn't rubbish, it's materials. It's, you know, if we think about what a material is, that's glass, that's plastic, that's paper, that's um, clothing, that's food waste, all of those, like, um, have a second use. Mm with fast fashion and this tendency to, oh, yes, I've got a small hole in my stockings. I can't wear them. They'll go in the bin. Like Nobody else will wear them. But that has so many other uses. Like you can uh, donate it to the school and the little kids will make grass pets. I remember yeah. doing that at primary yes. school. Like my teacher would bring in all of her stockings that had holes in them. And so we'd like randomly just start making these grass pets <laughs> because we had the uh, resources available to do it um, and our teacher made sure to put into our minds that you know it has a second use and so I think that's made, allowed me to look at the world with a critical lens of what can that also be what was it and where where will it go yeah. after me which and I think that's a really important thing to think about yeah I think it's a lot to do with self-reflection as well we do talk about being a community and being together but it, it's all an individual part that we all have to play as well which I think is really important that was an amazing chat guys yes um, very insightful really insightful answers absolutely to end today's session of smc live we've invited some passionate bin heads uh, to play a little game we'll have six items of rubbish and we'll leave it up to our bin heads to decide which one it belongs in okay guys so we have a team of very passionate bin heads here say hello everyone Hello. Hello. Awesome. All right, we're going to start go straight out the gate with this one here. So first of all, where do you guys think a tea bag goes? Organics. Perfect. That is correct. So <laughs> make, that's hey, we're going well, guys. So obviously, if it has staples or tags or anything, guys, you do need to take the staples out, but you're completely correct there. It does go on the organic spin. All right, guys, next up we've got a cardboard box. The blue hey, bin. Recycle. Correct. Yeah. Blue bin recycling. Yes, I would have said yellow. Good job. I would have said yellow too. Or so. if the cardboard box is still intact, 
You can always drop it off at maintenance because you never know what they need the bins for. Exactly right. All right, guys, we have an iced tea bottle. Recycle? Yellow recycle. Yellow recycle. I had ten cent I had ten cent bin on here. I had ten cent bin. I was getting a bit specific with the black bin out there. Unfortunately, you know, we don't have as many ten cent bins uh, in the school. So you do have to look around for them. They're mainly outside. I know that there's one underneath the uh, Veritas uh, steps and another one uh, next to the It's uh, next to the Well Being Centre, isn't it? Yeah, there's another one there and then up next to the library. So um, if you are wondering whereabouts to find those places, mm-hmm. those are some of them. But if you look out for any of the bins with black lids, yeah. that's what that's where they belong instead oh. of putting into the yellow ones, All which right is a common misconception. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, guys, we have three more to do really quickly. Tissues, which bins do they go in, dirty or clean? Which they're dirty or in the dustbin? Organics. 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 <laughs> I'm thinking of the bins we have at home. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, they can go on the organic spin, dirty or clean. All right, we've got a yogurt cup. Oh, Depends recycle? if it's clean or not. Mm. Yes. So, guys, obviously, if there's quite a lot of food in it and you're just unable to kind of get rid of it, it does go in landfill. Because, mm-hmm. of course, if we put that kind of contaminated rubbish in the other bin, it will contaminate the whole bins and all of our hard work will go to waste. So what you can do is, if you can, if you're in the Year 12 Centre, you can rinse it out and put it in the yellow bin. Or you can even take it home, rinse it out there. All right, guys, the final one here is any dirty plastic. So, like, chip packets, Ziploc bags. The um, waste. Yeah, waste to red bin. Red, red bin, bin, yes. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, what would you do if it was clean plastic? The yellow bin. Yeah. That's exactly right. You guys have absolutely nailed it. Miss yeah. Snaps. So chip packets. Mm-hmm. Get all the chips out of it. That's considered clean. You don't yeah. have to like, wash it out. That can, go, <laughs> that can go in the yellow bin. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. All right. Thank you very much, everyone. Yeah, you, you all did a great job. There's hope for the future. That was amazing. <laughs> Well, that's it for another episode. We'll be here with SMC Live every second Friday lunchtime at 1.15pm and, of course, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and iHeartRadio from late Friday afternoon. Be sure to subscribe to the School Life Podcast to get these episodes as soon as they are available. Thanks for joining SMC Live today. On behalf of me, Francesca, and the SMC Live team, we will see you soon.